This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the November 18th, 2022 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. I'm going to repeat a request I made yesterday. Please share this podcast with 10 folks. Maybe the pitch is, here are some different alternative thoughts. Or, this guy's an idiot. Either way, please share. Nancy Pelosi will not run to continue as leader of House Democrats. I think her top two aides may also vacate leadership positions. They are currently Majority Leader Steny Hoyer and Majority Whip James Claiborne. All three are octogenarians. Leadership will pass to a new generation of leaders. If you have listened to this podcast, then you know I am not a fan of Nancy Pelosi. But let's give her some kudos. She raised a family while being a very active volunteer. As her kids got up in age, she actively entered politics, eventually achieving the top position in the House of Representatives. She worked hard and ruled effectively. I'm trying to use my words carefully. I don't like much of what she achieved, but she was effective at achieving what she sought. And she did this married to a very wealthy person, meaning she did not do this for the money. Kudos to Nancy. I do like that the octogenarians are handing over the keys to the kingdom. Well, the minority kingdom, since they lost control of the House of Representatives. I keep using the word octogenarian because a frequent listener of this podcast recently turned 60 and says he is starting the fourth quarter of his life. That implies that a full life game is 80 years old. And yes, some games go into overtime, so who knows, 90 may be in our sights. Still, at the end of four quarters, when you are 80, it is time not to lead the Congress or to be president. Do you hear that, Trump? Biden? A few others? Quick hitters. The Kremlin says Russia is attacking Ukrainian infrastructure to force Ukraine to negotiate. Nasty people, but maybe a good sign that Russia wants to negotiate. I keep reading about amnesty for actions taken during the pandemic. I think that is a purposeful misuse of the English language. In my mind, amnesty has to do with criminal charges, but it seems to be used in this case to discourage an evaluation of what we got right and what we got wrong. And hey, I'm fine with cutting people slack for good-hearted efforts in the first six months or even year of the pandemic, but I think there were some real boo-boos, and understanding the facts is good for learning. Specifically, I think bureaucratic behavior overwhelm the science. I'm thinking of you, Dr. Fauci. Some liberals say the only reason Republicans won the House was because of illegal gerrymandering. Uh, Republicans had substantially more total votes than Democrats, and both sides gerrymander. I do have a solution to minimize gerrymandering, which is simple. Limit the total boundaries available for drawing up districts as a percent above the minimum. Now the Biden team is suggesting that the Saudi crown prince should have immunity for the killing of journalist Khashoggi. Moving on. Kevin McCarthy won his party's vote to be Speaker of the House by 188 to 31. As the Speaker's position is a House-wide position, he will need 218 votes when the actual vote is taken. The 31 who voted against him may try to extract promises. Mitch McConnell won re-election as Senate Minority Leader, beating Senator Rick Scott 37-10. Some felt it was time for Mitch to go because Republicans had underperformed in the midterms. Note, Rick Scott was chair of the Senate re-election committee. 
I have heard that McConnell is very good as minority leader, but not as good as majority leader. The minority leader is more about tactics and keeping the majority from moving a batshit crazy agenda. Majority leader is more strategy about creating and implementing an agenda. So maybe reelecting McConnell makes sense. One criticism by a frequent podcast listener is that McConnell Republicans are not for anything. As a contrast, Rick Scott came out in favor of a number of positions which Schumer then used to attack Republicans as being extremists. That led me to the following mind experiment. Think of an election for president of a high school class. One candidate, let's call him Schumer, promises free soft drinks in the vending machine and that he would fight for no penalties for senior skip day. The other candidate, let's call him Scott, talks about the need for a quality education. Who wins? Schumer. It's a high school election. But Congress is not a high school class, and I like that Rick Scott talked about serious issues facing our country. But Schumer used that to call Republicans extremists. McConnell wanted to focus on Joe Biden's policies and actions and to be silent on specifics of what Republicans would do, leading to my buddy's criticism. If I want someone to solve problems, if elected, my preference would be Rick Scott. If I want someone who can win an election and get a few things done, go with Mitch McConnell. If I want free shit and no problem solving, go with Schumer. Elon Musk tells employees to commit to working hard by 5 p.m. yesterday or their resignation will be accepted. Many resigned, but I don't know the percent. This was on top of a number of layoffs two weeks ago. A few miscellaneous thoughts. Why did he have to say work hard? Why would employees be bothered with being told they have to work hard? Lots of stories about how Elon Musk is making a mess of Twitter. The critics may be right, but it feels like the critics of New England Patriots football coach Belichick. He was roundly criticized for not re-signing defensive backs J.C. Jackson and the previous year Stephen Gilmore. He would have signed them, but not at a high dollar number for many years. What happens? The Patriots have done quite well with their replacements, and I bet the contracts with their new teams will not age well. And Musk has a history of doing great things. He may fail this time, but I'm not betting against Musk. Raise your hand if you are in favor of free speech. Hopefully all of you raised at least one hand, or thought you would if you didn't think this was so stupid. Seriously, free speech, can we please all be for it? On the Fox Business site, I saw an article titled Clinton Link Dark Money Group Targeted Twitter Advertisers Amid Elon Musk's Takeover. Sounds bad, but it was Fox. So I asked myself, what would Jonathan Turley say? Well, I linked to his article titled Clinton Link Dark Money Group Targets Advertisers to stop Musk from restoring free speech protections. He says, quote, Now, reports indicate that Clinton has unleashed her allies in the corporate world to coerce Musk to restore censorship policies or face bankruptcy, end quote. He later said in the article, quote, She previously called upon foreign governments to crack down on the free speech of Americans on Twitter, end quote. Turley says that the group told advertisers they had to make Musk, quote, accept non-negotiable requirements for censorship, end quote. 
He lists a company or two that pulled advertising from Twitter, though they still advertise on Chinese-controlled and owned TikTok. I'm not a fan of censorship, but if what was being proposed was a milder form of social media with a fair and balanced approach, then I can at least see the point. But folks like Hillary are not shooting for a fair and balanced approach. They fear that. They want the biased landscape that has existed and are fearful it will change. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.